This is the Valley on the Big 550. West pulls up for two. It is gone. It is gone. He made the shot. He made the shot. Panthers win. Panthers win. The Valley on the Big 550 is brought to you by Amtrak. See where the train can take you. Now, here is Jim Hewer and Brendan Weesey. Good evening, everyone, and it's hard to believe, Brendan Weesey, that we are on the eve of Arch Madness as we have a special edition of the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament tonight preview show on the Big 550 KTRS. It is here, finally. You know, Jimmy, it's officially March as well. It uh, is. You know point. that. It turned, uh, turned March at uh, 12 a.m. this morning. We are here. Tomorrow, Arch Madness gets underway in downtown St. Louis that's that's when you know it is all basketball all the time for the next several weeks. Arch Madness kicks it off. Uh, I'm not sure there's a better conference tournament in America. We're going to be right in the middle of it all. And we're going to have it for you here on the Big 550 KTRS starting tomorrow night at 545 with the pregame show. We're going to go through the teams here in a minute and the brackets and discuss that. We've got the all-conference teams and specialty teams to announce a little bit later on. And then Mark Adams is going to join us as well. He will. He's got uh, he's got his finger his finger on the pulse. He was at the Wichita Missouri State game on Saturday. He's seen all of these teams, and uh, we'll talk. We'll also kind of get into Missouri State, or I should say, Wichita State and Illinois State, and the potential hopes for an NCAA tournament bid. And for you folks listening tonight, you can get in on our Twitter poll. We put a nice one out there for you tonight. Brendan, tell the folks about it. Where can they vote? Yep, thanks to Sammy Stava for setting it up for us on our Big Sports Show Twitter handle. That's at Big Sports Show. It's the KTRS Twitter and KTRS Sports Twitter. And the question is, who will win Arch Madness? We have 338 votes on there so far with uh, the Shockers leading the poll. 39% to 35% over Illinois State. That is very, very tight right now, Jimmy, and a lot of those fan bases, I'm sure, as well, kind of jumping in and helping to pad those numbers. Yep, get in there, stuff the ballot box, if you will. You're allowed to do that tonight with our Twitter poll. Now, what's the bracket look like? Well, I could tell you this, it's pretty much looked what we thought it was going to look like at the top. You've got Illinois State, the number one seed, Wichita State, the number two seed, both teams losing only one time to each other during conference play as they sit at 17-1 and after the regular season. And I'll say this, Brendan, both teams, we know what's at stake for them, and we'll discuss it here, but the fact that they held serve and didn't you know, have a night off where they got beat and got upset is saying something about both programs, I think. Uh, again, a share of the title for both. They keep their at-large tournament hopes very, very much in play. And let's be honest, Jim, for the most part, Illinois State was tested a lot. Wichita State wasn't. And that is not a commentary on either's chances heading into this tournament. That's just the way it went. And Illinois State dealt with injuries to, to Macal McIntosh, most namely. Wichita State just run, ran roughshod over everybody for the most part home or road, which, again, will be interesting, Jim, when one of these, let's say Wichita plays a tight game, which is bound to happen in this tournament. Illinois State may be a little more battle-tested. That's going to be an interesting storyline, I think, to watch this weekend as these two teams try and march 
towards the championship game Sunday. The two top teams, they get that by on Thursday. They will play on Friday. First off, Illinois State plays at the 12 o'clock game tip. That's the first of the first session of that doubleheader on Friday. The second doubleheader, the first matchup, will have Wichita State matching up against the winner, Bradley Drake. So let's talk about those Thursday matchups while we have a chance here, Brendan. You have a rematch in the first game, which will take place tomorrow night at the Scott Trade Center. You've got Evansville against Indiana State, the 8-9 matchup, and these two teams played on Sunday. So I'm sure it'll be pretty spirited, if not already spirited, between Indiana State and Evansville. But a 65-63 win for Evansville on Saturday and they're right back at it tomorrow night. Jim, I'm not sure you're aware of this. Three of the, I'm not sure the folks are aware of this. Three of the first four games that are already set, that already have matchups set, not including Illinois State and Wichita State, three of the four are rematches from this past weekend's <laughs> game. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's incredible. That's the way it played out. And I think it's going to add a little bit of flavor to these games because it's very, di- it's very difficult for that team that just won to duplicate that performance again. And you've got three teams that are right up against it. As a coach, I, uh, the coach of the winning team, I would feel very uneasy in that spot. And if you were on the losing side, that gives you motivation. Hey, you just lost to this team a couple of days ago. That is still fresh in all of these players' minds. And and for a lot of these guys, Jim, they're playing for their basketball lives. Absolutely. They're playing. Uh, there are seniors on these teams that if they lose, it's over. You're not going to a postseason game. You're not going to an NIT. You're not going to a CBI. This is it. And to extend your basketball life, you have to win. Absolutely. Greg Lansing, he was on the losing end on Saturday of the Indiana State-Evansville game. He was asked about playing Evansville again. Well, we got him in overtime here and and had a two-pointer. They made a couple free throws at the end of the game to, to get us there, so it's been two really good games, uh, two hard-fought teams. Uh, we have tons of respect for them, obviously, in state rival and just how hard Marty gets them uh, to play and guarding them's tough. And, and uh, so nothing you do at either end is, is easy and it stinks you. You, know, you play them and then got to play them right away. But uh, like I told Marty, let's not do this next year on Thursday. Let's 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 change that up. But we, we are where we're at and uh, we're going to get ready to go here in these next couple of days. There you have it. That's Greg Lansing. Now, how about Marty Simmons? He's on the flip side. Now, he was the winner on Saturday. It's even tougher to try and win them back-to-back days. But, Marty, you're playing the uh, you're playing Indiana State. What's your thoughts on that one? Greg sets his team up as well as anybody, uh, especially against us. And uh, they've got smart, tough, competitive guys that, that, uh, that really get after it and uh, makes for, you know, makes for a tough – Tough matchup for us. Uh, you know, Clemens is he's just a terrific all around player. I mean, he does everything. Uh super competitor, one of the most competitive guys uh you know I've competed against. Uh and then you take Scott, and Scott is just uh a terrific offensive player, scores in a lot of different ways, and they've got you know, their inside guys are playing playing terrific uh scoring the basketball and and they can they can spread you out because they can really shoot it and they're athletic and quick where they can put it on the floor so uh just a tough team to to compete against 
These two teams match up tomorrow night. It's the first game. It's a 6 o'clock tip out at the Scott Trade Center. Second game of the night, Brendan Weesey on the call here on the Big 550. And you've got Bradley against Drake. Oh, look at this. A rematch from Saturday and a game that was won by Bradley, 82-74. And, uh, you know, a Drake team, Jimmy, that's just you know kind of opposite of of this Evansville team that you're going to see to lead off tomorrow night. You know, Evansville, they were 1-10 at one point, and they go on just a, a tremendous run to end the season and put themselves in position as uh, they win five of their last seven. Drake, on the other side of this equation, Jim, at one point they were 5-4. and four. Drake was 5-4, and four, Jimmy, after a win against Missouri State on January 24th. They have not won since. Yeah, they're looking for a win, and their head coach is Jeff Rudder, and he was asked about uh, what's it going to take to avenge that loss on Saturday. Well, it starts with uh, rebounding for us. Obviously, we got doubled up on the boards. They had 20 offensive boards. Dante Thomas was a beast. Barr was very effective as well. Uh, a very talented team. Uh, um, <clears throat> and... Uh, uh, but again, it does. It, it starts with rebounding, and for us, uh, not only uh, you know position rebounding, but uh, need to be far more uh, far more physical and tough. Meanwhile, Brian Wardle, his team's playing pretty darn good coming down the stretch, but he's got to play that task of beating the same team twice in back-to-back games. You know, very scary game. You're playing a team a third time, um, and you just played them a couple you know a couple days ago. And I think any time you have that as a coach, you prefer not to do that. Um, but we got to do a good job of guarding the three-point line. we got to contain the dribble better. Um, there, there's a lot of things we can do better uh, than we did in, uh, on Saturday. So uh, we're going to use these couple days as just a lot of teaching moments and, and try to tighten some things up before we see them again on Thursday night. Two guys to watch for, Jimmy, uh, for the Drake team. I'm watching uh, Deontay McMurray, their Juco point guard, who's had a tremendous year, handles the ball well, very good on-ball defender. And then for the Bradley team, big fan of Daryl Brown, their uh, freshman point guard who's got, a, I believe, a 35-point game earlier in the year. He can really light it up when he's right. Guard play will be interesting. These two teams, I think, can shoot. It could be a high-scoring game, I think, oh, in the yeah. game tomorrow night, Jimmy. A lot of opportunity in that second matchup tomorrow night. Now, on Friday, we mentioned Illinois State gets the first game at noon. They will play the winner of the Evansville-Indiana State game. Second game of the session, the quadruple header here on the Big 550 KTRS has the four and five seeds, Southern Illinois against Loyola. Barry Hinson on playing the Ramblers of Loyola. Well, they're a tough matchup for anybody, as proven by what they've done. I, I, they're either ninth or eighth in the entire NCAA in field goal percentage. Porter Nan and his staff have done a phenomenal job, and, and you just you can't. You know, we got off to a great start. It was senior night. We played on a lot of emotion to start the game, but they're so explosive and they're such a high-powered offense that you can't ever take a break. None of it surprised me. I thought this game would go down to the wire, and uh, it certainly did. And I'm, I'm just telling you, the game – on Friday at 2.30 may be one of the best games of the day because it's going to go right down to the wire. I think Barry Henson might be right. It was a 72-70 win on Saturday for Southern, but could be a lot of points in this one too, Brendan, because Loyola can shoot the ball. They can shoot it, Jimmy. And how about Andre Jackson, named the sixth man of the year? In the, We'll get to all of those awards here in just a couple uh, minutes, but he has scored double digits in his last five games. He's, his, he doesn't start. 
He plays starters minutes, but his minutes have gradually been going up. And he's the type of guy, he's going to take a lot of shots, Jim, but he's actually fairly efficient when he does. It's it's not like he's out there chucking it and it's clanging off the back of the rim. He's knocking them down. And when he's feeling it, Look out. He he could he could score 25 points in 25 minutes, Jim. He is that dynamic of an offensive talent. No doubt about that. On the other side of this matchup, you got Porter Moser trying to beat Southern Illinois. Not the best scenario for us. <laughs> we were kind of like Sean O'Brien's been an uh, absolute terrific first-team all-league player against and he's he is really hard to guard and uh, he's he's terrific. I, I just think that kid is uh, Barry and their staff has done a great job developing him. They put him in great spots to be successful. Um, and then I, I think the other guys are playing well, too. I mean, I think Southern's really played well. I thought um, Barry and his staff have done a great job. I mean, those kids uh, play hard, they defend, and they just kind of feed off each other. That's Porter Mosier talking about his opponent in the 2:30 matchup on Friday, the 4-5 game Loyola takes on Southern Illinois. Teak Bull, Jimmy. Oh, Teak yes. Bull. Averaging over his last four games. Five blocks per. He has only been getting better, and don't you know? Don't sell short his offensive ability. Uh, in that game against Indiana State, February nineteenth, Bull was eight for ten from the floor with nineteen points, and uh, to go along with eleven rebounds and six blocks, he's really come into his own, especially on the defensive end. After that game, we'll have the Wichita State matchup against the winner of the Bradley-Drake game. Wichita State just standing there waiting for somebody to come along. They've been beating people, as you pointed out, badly. They've been winning by an average of about 19 points a game. And then the final game of the night on Friday, it has the number 3 seed University of Northern Iowa Panthers taking on the number 6 seed Missouri State Bears. Ben Jacobson's had a strange season, and he assesses it for us. In terms of our deal, I, I you know was really, uh, you know, really pleased, really proud of the guys for, in particular, Jeremy and Jordan, and and uh, a couple of the other older guys to to get our defense turned around. And I know I've talked about that quite a bit on the uh, to get uh, get ourselves in position to to have that have that run in the middle. Uh, and now in the last ten days, we just we haven't been as sharp. You know, we haven't defended at the same high level, and we haven't rebounded rebounded the basketball very well. So we're we're going to have to play. Uh, a lot better, um, you know, a lot harder, uh, you know, with with quite a bit more toughness uh, come Friday night when we see uh, when we see Paul and his guys. Well, Paul's team, that will be Missouri State's going to be a tough matchup. You're going to have that broadcast for us on Friday night. That's the last game on Friday. It's an 8:30 tip. This Northern Iowa, the way Northern Iowa is playing right now, Jimmy, reminds me of how Wisconsin played like four or five years ago, where their offense was just. It wasn't very good. It would plot along. You're talking about scoring 45 or 46 games. I should say that they wouldn't score a lot of points, but they were probably more efficient than you'd think. Here's the problem, Jimmy, is that Northern Iowa is scoring around, you know, between 45, 50 points a game some nights, and they're not very efficient. Their defense is outstanding, but they don't shoot and they don't rebound, which is is very surprising to me when you think about how well they played, you know, mid-January through mid-February. But they don't do either of those things well. Missouri State... They don't defend particularly well. There's a lot of intrigue in this game. I could see it going either way. I think it's a coin flip game, to be honest with you. And two guys I definitely want to watch in this one. Jeremy Morgan, who's been dynamite the last two postseasons for you and I, and Elize Johnson, who we're going to talk about here in our next segment with our awards. He is a phenomenal talent, and I want to see what he can do in his first chance in this tournament. The last time Jeremy Morgan played a postseason game, Jimmy, was against Texas A&M 
the second round of the tournament last year, he scored 36 points. I think he's anxious to get back to the postseason. Absolutely true. That's Brendan Weesey. I'm Jim Hewer. It's the Valley on the Big 550. We'll talk about the accolades for the season in the Missouri Valley when we come back after this. Want to go somewhere really fascinating? Why not visit your own country? Book a trip on Amtrak. Frame-worthy views come standard with every ticket. So does extra legroom. Plus, you can recharge your phone and yourself. Right now on the Texas Eagle, buy one regular adult fare and get a companion fare free with code V509. Book now for travel through May 15th. Available only on Amtrak.com and TexasEagle.com. Amtrak, see you where the train can take you. Restrictions apply. State Farm knows that life is like college basketball. Having the right combination can make all the difference. Getting the upset and busting the bracket? Did you see that? Good combination. Getting upset and breaking a mirror. Dude, that is seven years bad luck. It was worth it. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Your team just lost by 50, by the way. Bad combination. At State Farm, we know the power of a good combination. Talk to an agent for help combining your home and auto into a plan that's right for you. State Farm, here to help life go right. Ernie Patty Collision Center presents Oops to Peace Theater. I'm your host, Judith Dalrymple. This evening, we'll follow the life of a typical American family living the high life in St. Louis while the family's teenage son backs the family sedan out of the garage. Oops. The lovable neighbor practices chip shots across the driveway. Oops. And the negligent nephew puts one over the fence. Oops. Meanwhile, the lady of the house goes to the store and the wind blows a shopping cart straight into her fender. Ernie Patty Collision may not be able to eliminate all the oops on the road of life. Instead, they'll make your vehicle look as good as new. Ernie Patty Collision Center is a direct repair shop for most insurance companies and car dealers and your one-stop service for all major collision repairs using the latest technology and equipment to restore your vehicle to its original condition. Go to ErniePattyCollision.com for directions, contact info, and to follow the daily progress of your vehicle repairs online. Ernie Patty Collision Center, where quality and customer satisfaction count. Flooring takes more abuse than any product you'll ever put into your home. To withstand that wear and tear requires a solid product and a superb installation. You get both from the contractor members of the Flooring Industry Council. Their crews of installed floor layers have four years of classroom and hands-on training and are required to take refresher classes throughout their careers. A great installation won't fix a cheap product. And an expensive flooring does not perform well when installed improperly. For the best selection of flooring products and an installation from the most highly trained craftsmen for a floor you'll be proud of for years to come, call the Flooring Industry Council at 314-968-3522 or visit FICSTL.org to find a contractor near you. Again, that's 314-968-3522 or FICSTL.org. For life's sakes and pains, choose Blue Emu Continuous Pain Relief Spray. It works fast, and it's easy to use. Designed to work odor-free in all those remote areas. It works here. It's odor-free here. It works here. Blue Emu Continuous Pain Relief Spray. Fast-acting, easy-to-use, odor-free pain relief for all those remote areas. 
Available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and other fine retailers. Here's a reminder from M. Carter Industries. Every year, over 6 million Americans will need a blood transfusion. Only 37% of the population is eligible to donate blood, and less than 10% do. Just a pint of blood could save three lives. Give life. Give blood. A message from M. Carter Industries at 1634 Manufacturers Drive in Fenton. Call M. Carter Industries at 636-343-8770. A special edition of The Valley on the Big 550 KTRS continues. I'm Jim Hewer. That's Brendan Weesey. It's the eve of Arch Madness tonight here on the Big 550 KTRS. We just kind of previewed what the matchups are for you in the tournament, and those games will be heard right here on the Big 550 KTRS beginning tomorrow night. It's a 6 o'clock tip, Evansville and Indiana State. Now, Brendan, a lot of the awards and the postseason awards are starting to come out, so we have to get to some of those. Uh, Some not really surprising, but uh, some definite uh, interesting votes that were tabulated, and we'll get to that here First, let's go through the second team, uh, all Missouri Valley Conference this year, and we'll start off at your forward spot from Southern Illinois, and that's Sean O'Brien, the senior, who gets nothing but praise from his coach, Barry Hinson, and he's he is the motor that makes Southern Illinois go. He gets rebounds, he gets assists, he defends, he can shoot, um, and he hasn't been completely healthy this year, Jim, but he's really gutted through uh, a lot of the bumps and bruises, and again, he's one of those guys that you watch and could put Southern Illinois on his back for a, for a run through this tournament. Uh, I, I think he's been that he's been that solid and, and could be that strong in this tournament. Also in the front court, two guys from Illinois State on the second team All Missouri Valley Conference for 2017: Deontay Hawkins and Mikhail McIntosh. With those two guys up front, there's no reason why they shouldn't be number one in the Missouri Valley Conference right now with 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 what they've been able to do and 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 Hawkins sort of picked up the slack when McIntosh went down with injury they're both incredibly athletic they both can do a lot of different things and Paris Lee sort of the facilitator with McIntosh and Hawkins sort of taking on the role of scorers, not shooters, Mm -hmm. scorers. And that's what they do. They can score in a lot of different ways. Rounding out the second team in the Missouri Valley Conference for 2017, your guards, Jalen Brown from Evansville and Jeremy Morgan from Northern Iowa. Correct me if I'm wrong, Morgan was the only returning all-conference player from last year, correct? I believe that is correct, yes. There was only one. Talk about replenishing the supplies. I'm looking at the guys on the second team, Jim. I can make an argument for every single one of them to be a first-team player. Amen. I agree with that. That's how deep this group is. Hell, I'm looking at the third team. The way Connor Frankamp and Shaq Morris and Dante Ingram and Reed Timmer. And, it, it, wow, what a year for this league in terms of individual performances. I, granted, maybe some of the teams you were hoping for a little bit more, but in terms of individual talent, in the Missouri Valley, this uh, it's been a tremendous year. And it's all going to be on display this weekend down at the Scott Trade Center. Archmadness.com. You can still get tickets and come down and join us this weekend. Now, it's time for the first team, All-Missouri Valley Conference basketball team. The first guy we're going to mention is a freshman. 
Brent Camp, cross court, Shamit open three right wing. Good, Landry Shamit with his fourth three pointer of the first half. Boy, Shamit's really been playing well offensively the last few ball games. Now throws it out to Deshaun McDuffie, drops it to Shamit three left wing. Good, Landry Shamit. Oh, Landry Shamit has come on big time as the season has gone on for Coach Marshall's Wichita State Shockers. Some of those, uh, some of those schools within driving distance of KC Mo. Couple years ago, when uh, Shamit was the top five player in the state of Missouri, Mizzou, Kansas State, those Jayhawks. How much are they regretting right now not getting in on Landry Shamit? Or I'm sure, I mean, they were in, but they didn't get him. Yeah. This kid, this kid is a stud, Jim, and he's still just a red shirt freshman. Shamit has uh, he has been the truth, and I, I I think for Wichita State to do damage in March, Shamit needs to continue to play at this level and. It, Arrow just continues to point up for him. He's 6'4". He's a guard. He's out of Kansas City at Park Hills High. He has been dynamite. He is a member of the first team, All-Missouri Valley Conference basketball team. His teammate also on this team. Shot clock at 12. Shamit off the left side of the lane to Willis. Guarded by Kessler. Drops it under to Brown. Goes up. Missed it. Followed by McDuffie who dumped the follow. Yeah, another miss on a layup. But McDuffie right there to knock it in again. Grabbed the rebound. Dunked it in. Marcus McDuffie, we knew going in he would be a factor, and he's first team all conference in the Missouri Valley Conference. He's a sophomore, six foot eight. He's a freshman. Oh, a freshman and a sophomore leading the way for Wichita State. Mm. And McDuffie does so much, Jim. I look at this game on February first that he did against Drake, where he only scored three points, but he also had fourteen rebounds, eight assists, and two steals in that game. So when the ball's not dropping. In the hoop for McDuffie, he finds so many other ways to help contribute to his basketball team. Continuing with the 2017 All-Missouri Valley Conference basketball team first-team squad, this guy comes from Loyola. Milton Doyle wears number 35. 6'4", came from Kansas and has been with the Ramblers since. 185-pound senior from Chicago, Marshall, averaging 14.3 points a game at 32 against Campbell. Doyle, there's another three. It's good. He's in his zone now, isn't he? And that's Milton Doyle scoring again. Doyle! He's got 18 now. There's Doyle. He's in a zone, so he's going to shoot it as much as he can. Milton Doyle's on the first team, all Missouri Valley Conference. I'm really looking forward to seeing him play this weekend. I want to see him in person, too, Jim. He has scored in double digits every game this year, conference, non-conference. Every single game. He's got to work at it. His shot hasn't always fallen, Jim, but he finds a way. He Here's a guy that can shoot it but also manufacture his points as well. When he gets to the charity stripe, he knocks him down, shooting uh, six best in the league, 83% from the line in Valley play. He'll be in action on Friday in that second game of our quadruple header as Loyola will take on Southern Illinois. There's a Missouri State Bear on the first team All-Missouri Valley Conference team for 2017. I wonder who this. <laughs> and the other four to 6'9", Jr. out of Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Number 24, Alize Johnson. Bounces it to Johnson, baseline left, backs down his man, now spins, put it up, and got the roll! Over Bunscoten and Alizé Johnson posting up, giving them some of their own medicine, and getting the friendly roll for a six-point lead. Dixon, he'll split a double team, take it to the rack, get it blocked, but the putback try no good, another putback try good, and a foul! And guess who? Alizé 
20 points now for him tonight and a double-double. Yep, double-doubles are the norm for Alizé Johnson, and he'll be in action this weekend in the Missouri Valley Conference Tourney. He said two 2020 games this year, Jim. <laughs> two! It's Best rebounder in the league. Yep, no By doubt. a lot. No doubt about that. One more first-teamer to report on for 2017 in the Valley. What a game today from Mr. Lee. He's taken over this game, actually. He has really stepped up his game and having a wonderful start to his senior season. Here's Lee. Free throw line shot is good, of course. It's Ferris Lee shooting it. And the Rippers lead by 11, 62 to 51. And what he's doing defensively, night in and night out, we've got a front row seat to what he's been doing. Paris's next one also good. Paris has 22 points, four rebounds, four assists, and one turnover. He's a pretty good basketball player. Standing game. Eight for 11 from the field, two for two from the line. Paris Lee will be in action on Friday, first game. That is a noon tip as Illinois State plays the winner of Evansville, Indiana State. So it's not a spoiler alert to say he's also the player of the year. Oh, is he? I think he is, no doubt. He's been outstanding. He does everything for this team. He's the best passer in the league. He's the best on-ball defender in the league. And I told you, Jim, he's got two other guys that he can count on to be the scorers, but he's a pretty, pretty good scorer and pretty good shooter himself. When he gets to the free throw line, shoots at a better than 80%. That's the thing. He affects the game in more than just one way. And defensively, uh, he might be the best in the league. Yep. He has the most steals of anybody in the country in terms of career steals in college basketball. Not just in the Valley. I'm talking about the entire country. That's how dynamic he is. And that leads us to our Prairie Farms recovery play of the week. Oh, it would be the player of the year in the Missouri Valley Conference. McDuffie and Willis being key guys for them. Here's Lee. Three on the way and good! Paris Lee from the right wing. He doubles the lead. Redbirds up 59-53. to That's our Prairie Farms recovery replay of the week from the Illinois State Radio Network. Of course, you know it. It's brought to you by Prairie Farms companies, including Prairie Farms Dairy and Highland Dairy Foods. Remember, there's no better athletic recovery drink than real chocolate milk, and there's no better chocolate milk than Dairy Fresh, Prairie Farms, and Highland Brands. Just another guy I'm really looking forward to seeing play this weekend, and that's Paris Lee. One of... uh... One of the best in a league that has, uh, against so many great players, Jim, that's why, you know, the, you look at some of the teams, some of the records, and maybe they're not totally impressive, but there, there are so much great individual talent in this league this year. I, I think, I just think these games are going to be dynamite all the way through. And then again, on top of it, the intrigue of Wichita and Illinois State battling for an NCAA tournament bid. And who knows if one of these other teams could swoop in and steal it. Like we've seen, like we saw Northern Iowa do last year. That is the beauty of the tournament in Arch Madness. That's Brendan Weesey. I'm Jim Hewer. Before we get to a break, real quick, newcomer of the year is any surprise on this one? Well, um, <laughs> let's let me see who I've got here. I've got um, do, 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 do. well. I went to the went to the wrong one, Jim. You're gonna you're gonna our buddy from Missouri State. No oh, doubt, Alize Johnson. Absolutely. And uh, he's got to be the newcomer of the year, right? Absolutely. Alizé wins it by by a long shot. Andre Jackson, though, I tell you what, this this guy for me is is playing some of the best basketball that um, that we've seen right now. He's red hot, uh, transferring over 
uh, he's he's been fabulous, and it's a, it's a great list. It's a it's a fabulous list. Phil Fain has played very well for Illinois State down the stretch as well. So those are the accolades in the Missouri Valley Conference. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk with Mark Adams next on the Big Five Fifty. It's the Valley on the Big Five Fifty. Direct from Broadway, the acclaimed masterpiece returns to St. Louis. Roundabout Theater Company's new production of Cabaret is coming to the fabulous Fox Theater. And you can win pairs of tickets on KTRS. Text Cabaret to 84126 or register online at KTRS.com. And it could be you and a friend at the fabulous Fox Theater to see Cabaret March 7th through the 19th from KTRS. Tickets are on sale at MetroTix.com. Howdy folks, Barry Henson here, Dean of the League and the oldest coach in the Missouri Valley Conference. The Prairie Farms companies, including Prairie Farms Dairy and Highland Dairy Foods, are proud Missouri Valley corporate sponsors. They're not as old as the Missouri Valley Conference, but for nearly 80 years, their farmer-owned and locally produced dairy fresh products have served families just like yours. Look for Prairie Farms and Highland Dairy products at your favorite grocery. Now as your coach, they support us, and I'm coaching you to support them. Ready to discover the newest marvel on the Mississippi? Hoops in the Heartland is returning to the Quad Cities. Don't miss the 2017 Missouri Valley Conference Women's Basketball Championship, March 9th through 12th at the iWireless Center in Moline. Presented by Aetna. For tickets, call 800-745-3000 or visit mvcquadcities.com. Get your tickets and experience hoops in the Heartland. It's the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS. I'm Jim Hewer alongside is Brendan Weesey, and it's time now to visit with our friend Mark Adams and Brendan Weesey as they sit down and have a conversation about Arch Madness and the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Of course, KTRS, your home for Arch Madness starting Thursday night down at the Scott Trade Center. And uh, one of the voices of the Valley, and you hear him on ESPN, he's also the lead analyst for the American Sports Network, our good friend Mark Adams. Mark, good morning, sir. How are you? Hi, Brennan. How's life in beautiful St. Louis, home of Arch Madness? Things are going great, sir. And boy, oh boy, yeah, March, uh, Arch Madness is certainly set up for uh, for Thursday and Friday. You had the Wichita State-Missouri State game yesterday down in Springfield. Uh, before we touch on the Shockers uh, as a ball club, I want to get your take on you know Illinois State gets the one seed as – uh, the Redbirds and the Shockers share the regular season title. I, I wonder, are, are you a big fan of the uh, of the RPI as the the tiebreaker in this scenario? Well, I don't think anybody's a fan of the RPI anymore. Yeah. I, I think that even from the from a selection Sunday, as as far as being a tool for that selection process, I don't think anybody's in love with it. And that's where you know what I've done, Brendan, is I, I've looked at teams. I take the average from four different computer models. I, I like, I do use the RPI. I like the BPI from ESPN. I use Ken Palm's numbers. And then the one I actually like the best is one that flies below the radar. It's the KPI. It's done by Kevin Palga. And Kevin is the director of basketball operations at Michigan State. And I think he's put together uh, some interesting algorithms. And so I use actually a, a combination of those four instead of just the RPI. And that gives me a, a much more uh, balanced look, I think. And that's what the committee is looking at doing, which brings up one, one quick question, and we'll get into the Missouri Valley, which is 
the committee went through some interviews this year with guys like Kevin Powder, like Ken Palm, and now they're going to they're talking about you know integrating multiple computer evaluations into next season's selection process. Why wouldn't they do that this year? It's available to them. It, that just doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, maybe that's another another discussion item for another time. Well, yeah, and, and uh, we might have a, a minute or two to, to jump into that here in a second. You're absolutely right because that that could impact Wichita State. But you know, you, you've been you've been so high on the Shockers all year long, and I, and I get the impression uh, from you, Mark, that you think this version of the Wichita State Shockers compares pretty favorably to those teams over the last few years with Clay Anthony Early and Ron Baker and Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, I, I really do. In fact, I believe that this team, now they're only freshmen, sophomores, and juniors, so I think we've got to be fair about that evaluation right now. But that being said, when you look at this team, Brennan, statistically, across the board, it's better than the 35-1 and team that lost to Kentucky in the NCAA tournament. All of their numbers are better. I mean, and, and in many cases, significantly better. Now, you might say, well, you know, the schedule wasn't as good. You can make those comparisons, that type of thing. And, you know, I, I understand that. But uh, this team, when you talk, the one, the one that caught my eye early on, I assumed this team would not be as good assist-to-turnover ratio as what the Fred Van Vliet-Ron Baker teams were. I was wrong. This team is better assist-to-turnover ratio than, than when those two guys, and they're in the NBA. Right. You know, I mean, it's, that, that's the one that first caught my eye, and that's the look at defensive field goal percentage where they're better. I started looking at scoring margin where they're better. I started looking at, at, at overall offensive numbers, which are radically better than those teams. So this is a team not only that statistically is better, but I think also the ceiling for this team is much higher because there's so much more depth and so much more diverse talents than what those teams had. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this team's going to be dynamite next year. And then you look at the team that uh, gets the one seed in Arch Madness, Mark, and that is Illinois State. And over the last couple of weeks, they've gotten Mikhail McIntosh back. He's been integrated yep. back into the offense. Are, are they starting to look that look like that team began a very impressive win over Northern Iowa yesterday, but are they looking like that team that started off so hot and beat Wichita State up there in normal? Here's, here's the thing about Illinois State. They really guard. Now, both Wichita State and Illinois State, yesterday they were ranked number four and five in the country in defensive field goal percentage. They hold their opponents under 38%. Now, over the last nine NCAA tournaments, there's been 11 teams that have entered the tournament, or excuse me, 23 teams that have entered the tournament that have held their, their opponents under 38%. 11 of those went to the Sweet 16. Eight of those went to the Elite Eight. Six went to the Final Four. Two end up winning the national title. So Illinois State defends in an elite way. And you mentioned the Macau McIntosh injury, and now he's back. And Brennan, you know, this is that was an opportunity for this team to develop some depth. And David Njai got better. Phil Fain got better. You know, when when you look at how this team, Keyshawn Evans got better. When you look at how this team managed that injury and got better in the process. And then you add Mikhail McIntosh back into the fold, and he had the game winner against Loyola. Uh, this is a very dangerous basketball team. Now, as good as they are defensively, they're not as good offensively as Wichita State. But every night they're going to guard you, they're going to rebound the basketball, and they've got a guy like Paris Lee, who's probably the player of the year, Mikhail McIntosh, who's a, a differentiated talent at any level of college basketball with his skill set, and then Deontay Hawkins, who I love what they're doing with him now. 
And he can bang the three ball at 43%, but then you can invert him and put him down the block. He can score with his back to the basket. There aren't many guys that have that skill set. So a very dangerous team, a fun team to watch. I'm happy for Dan Muller. It's good for the Valley to have two teams that are that high caliber. And it's been a a wonderful ride for me to watch both those teams develop as they've gone through the season, even through the injuries like what, what Illinois State went through. Mark Adams is with us, ESPN, American Sports Network, and uh, one of the voices of the Missouri Valley Conference. Now, Mark, let's revisit RPI here for a second because this this could be the bugaboo for both of these teams, theoretically. Now, we've watched these two teams a bunch this year, and I think we can both say they both belong in the field uh, no matter what. They deserve at-large bids, but I guess here comes the problem. If the committee is still using RPI, uh, Wichita State, I believe, only has two top 100 RPI wins, and maybe Illinois State has three. If if that is still a a large factor, does that provide a problem for either uh, of those two teams? Especially, let's say one doesn't make it to the Arch Champion uh, Arch Madness Championship game. It's a problem across college basketball. I mean, yeah. Middle Tennessee State is going to be in that, that boat. Uh, UT Arlington could be in that boat. Uh, Dayton or VCU, whoever wins the you know, the Atlantic 10, or if both don't win the Atlantic 10, I think both those teams are in. But, you know, they're, they're going to be crossing their fingers a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I can go up and down college basketball with St. Mary's and all of them. And the thing is, Brennan, the, the system is so fundamentally flawed. And I don't understand why there aren't more people like me who do what I do that, that speak out about this. I mean, you know, what is the criteria for the NCAA selection process? I mean, it's a mystery. You know, we, we talk about RPIs. We talk about road records. We talk about what conference they're in. We talk about this, that, and the other thing. Right. But you know what? I've been doing this. I, I've been a part of college basketball now for 37 years. I don't know what the criteria is. No one's ever explained it to me. It's like the Wizard of Oz. You go see the Wizard of Oz, and all of a sudden there's this guy behind a curtain that's making the whole thing up. And he says, well, don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> that's what the selection committee is. You know, uh, Listen, I want to talk to the real wizard here, and I want the wizard to tell me what's the criteria. I mean, leadership is letting people know where they stand. As an employee at your station, as an employee with ESPN and ASN, I just want to know where I stand, right. and, and I, want, I want legitimate criteria to understand that. But in college basketball, there is no leadership. It's just people that all of a sudden on, on Sunday, you know, the Wizard of Oz comes out and says, you're in, you're out, and I have no real defining reasons as to why that might be. It drives me crazy. So to answer your question, everybody's got warts. Everybody you know, ha- has to cross their fingers. Because the selection process is so nebulous. And don't even get me going on the out-of-conference scheduling, how crooked that is. That's a scheduling cartel. I mean, what other competitive athletic endeavor in the world, name one for me, in the world where you can literally buy home games to influence your ability to make the playoffs? Where else does that happen other than college basketball? It's it's a tough deal, Mark, and like you said, a lot of teams crossing their fingers. I w- wonder real quick if you have a thought on Gonzaga losing last night, so their undefeated uh, undefeated season over, and there are people out there wondering if that could knock Gonzaga off the one line, which seems uh, just uh, ridiculous to me anyway. 
Yeah, but but it'll happen. I, I watched that game last night, and BYU played so well. They did. Uh, Eric Micah was just unbelievable. He had 25 points, 10 rebounds. And BYU has some offensive firepower, and when they decide to actually guard somebody, they're good. They won 21 games this year. Yeah. You know, but th- it'll definitely knock them off the one line. Why? Because everybody in college basketball inside the power conferences won them off the number one line. I mean, they were the number four. They, they were the last last team on the number one line anyway even going into yesterday. So, you know, they're, they're going to be knocked down to a two, and um, that's just the way it's going to be. And, you know, we all move on. But that's a really good team, really deep guard play. They, the guards were not good last night, especially late-game situation. Gonzaga has a deep and talented inside guys. They had a bad night, you know, and everybody has bad nights. They're also coming off a 96-38 win over San Diego. I mean, I thought I was looking at a UConn women's basketball score. Yeah. You know, when I saw that. And I, I think they got fat and happy, and they were at home for the last game and the whole deal, and it just came back to bite them. One more for you, real quick, Mark. Uh, and as we circle back to Arch Madness, of those teams kind of uh, in the middle of the bracket the Southern Illinois, the Loyolas, the Missouri States, and then, of course, Northern Iowa, who everybody will kind of target, uh, of those kind of middle of the pack teams, is there somebody that could throw a wrench? into this tournament this week it seems like it happens every year you know there's there's one team that keeps kind of gnawing at me a little bit and that's Loyola and they've lost so many close games so here's the key psychologically can Loyola recover from the devastating disappointments they've had late in the season and they were positioned they have their first 500 record in conference since they're in Horizon League back in the mid-2000s you know, they were on, they're on track to win 20 games, which, which would be a great accomplishment for, for Loyola. They've lost so many, I mean, heartbreaking, heart-wrenching close games. I did the Illinois State game. I saw Porter Moser after the game. And listen, I don't root for anybody. I just love the Valley. I love great games and enjoy it. That might be the first time in, in 20 years of doing this. And I wasn't upset that, you know, that Illinois State won. I felt so bad for Porter Moser because I saw him and I've lived, I've lived that agony and I walked out of the arena and it took me about an hour driving down the freeway, you know, to, to where I just thought, okay, you gotta, you know, you can't worry about that. Yeah. And that's Mark Adams. Uh, he's been the voice of the Valley on ESPN on the American sports network. Be a little sad not having Mark this uh, weekend in town, Jim, he'll be, uh, he'll be traveling all around the country He's, I think he's in the Ohio Valley tournament uh, over the next couple of days. But boy, he knows his he knows his valley. He knows his arch madness, and uh, he's putting putting Loyola about bullseye that? there yep. as maybe the team to challenge and come out of nowhere and do some damage this weekend. That's Brendan Weesey. I'm Jim Hewer. It's the Valley on the Big Five Fifty. We come back, wrap up the hour next. Want to go somewhere really fascinating? Why not visit your own country? Book a trip on Amtrak. Frame-worthy views come standard with every ticket. So does extra legroom. Plus, you can recharge your phone and yourself. Right now on the Texas Eagle, buy one regular adult fare and get a companion fare free with code B509. Book now for travel through May 15th. Available only on Amtrak.com and TexasEagle.com. Amtrak, see you where the train can take you. Restrictions apply. 
St. Louis starts on the Missouri Valley Conference campus and converges under the gleaming reflection of Arch Madness. Don't miss the 2017 State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship March 2nd through 5th at Scott Trade Center. Presented by Fox Sports Midwest and Aetna. For tickets, call 800-745-3000. That's 800-745-3000 or visit archmadness.com. Get your tickets and get on the road to Arch Madness. St. Louis, 314-645-2000. Frederick is the gold standard for roofing and perhaps priced a bit lower than other bonded and insured roofers. When you invest money into fixing a hole in your roof or putting on a whole new roof, you want the peace of mind that you'll get only with Frederick Roofing. Plus, you can always depend on an immaculate cleanup when the job has been completed by Frederick's own licensed and insured crews. For a hole in your roof or a Frederick Roofing, 645-2000. When choosing a financial planner to manage your money, make sure they remember this. It's your money. Your unique plan is created around your family goals as well as your financial resources. The professionals at Six Point Financial Group provide personalized financial planning services along with independent and unbiased investment recommendations. The personal service begins the very first time you meet with Six Point Financial Group and continues with discussions of your financial goals as well as planning for future generations. Point number four of the financial planning process is insurance counseling. Here's how it works for you. It's important to review your insurance policies. The type, ownership, and beneficiary designations are all crucial to the effectiveness of any policy. Insurance counseling is one more step in bringing clarity to your full financial picture. To learn about the other five points of their financial planning process, visit sixpointgroup.com. Let Six Point Financial help you plan for tomorrow and live for today. Securities offered through Crown Capital Securities, LP, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Since 1974, homeowners in the greater St. Louis area have trusted Permajack more than any other contractor when their house is settling or if they have bowing and buckling walls. But who do you call when you notice water in the basement? Well, it's also Permajack. The representatives at Permajack are extremely knowledgeable in all aspects of foundation repair, including leaky basements. Permajack provides permanent solutions to all your nagging water problems, whether it's a simple crack repair or a comprehensive drain system. They will make sure your basement remains dry, and they'll back it up with a written guarantee. So for home settling problems, bowing and buckling walls, or if you have a leaky basement, call the company St. Louis has trusted for over 30 years, Permajack. Call Permajack today at 636-225-2553. That's 636-225-2553. Family owned and operated since 1974. When your building needs a helping hand, solid as a rock. Permajack, 636-225-2553. Wrapping up a special edition of the Valley on the Big 550 KTRS on a Wednesday night here. Jim Hewer, Brendan Weesey with you. It is on tomorrow night. At this point, we will have games and Arch Madness on the Big 550, Brendan. One game will be wrapping up, Jim. Indiana State and Evansville. And by the way, not to give anybody any ideas, but the, uh, the lines out of Vegas say... 
one-and-a-half point spread, I believe, in favor of Evansville tomorrow night. And then Bradley's favored by two over Drake. So, you want to believe Vegas? we got two pretty tight games. And I said, I think that Drake-Bradley game is going to be like 85-83. I think it's going to be great. Join us tomorrow night. It is going to be a fun night, a fun weekend. Arch Madness on the Big 550 KTRS. This has been The Valley on the Big 550. The Valley on the Big 550 is brought to you by State Farm Insurance, helping you rebound when things go wrong, but also here to help life go right. Team up with an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM.